Hey everybody, welcome back to the second episode of the Kyle Lang Real Estate Show. Um, wanted to say a quick thank you to everyone that uh, listened last week. Uh, I joked, I said I'd be lucky if my mom would listen to it. Turns out she didn't listen to it, but nine other human beings did. So really appreciate the people that took the time to listen, even if you didn't get to check out the whole thing. Um, hope you found some cool stuff in there and you uh, you enjoyed it. I'm hoping to have more and more stuff for you guys kind of as time goes on. As of right now, I'm going to be doing one episode a week. Um, that's good enough space. And to be honest with you, there's not a whole lot of stuff that's going on um, in the real estate industry right now, just because, at least in the state of Michigan, because of the stay at home order that's still in effect due to the COVID 19 pandemic. So um, today is Tuesday, April 7th. Happy birthday to my brother Keaton. And yesterday was. My daughter, Madeline Grace, she turned three. I'm not sure how, exactly how that's possible, but uh, she's grown up into quite the, the little person. Um, got a little emotional yesterday just thinking about it, how, you know, three years ago we were at the hospital welcoming this little seven-pound, 11-ounce baby into the world, and now she's, you know, just over three feet tall, about 37 pounds, running around, talking with everybody, um, just being being a person and uh it's the first time i realized like she's not really going to be a baby for forever so um that kind of sucks but you know it's part of life i'm sure my parents felt the same way i'm sure everyone else feels the same way about their kids and um just gonna keep moving on and try to provide uh most positive uh, environment for her possible so i wanted to catch you guys up a little bit on how things have been going uh in the last week for me and kind of the business um According to Governor Whitmer, it looks like they're going to extend the stay-at-home order. They haven't announced exactly how long. We would assume at least through the end of the month, um, just because that's how long the whole social distancing thing is still in effect, according to the federal government. So um, I'm expecting sometime this week to hear something that they're going to continue the stay-at-home order, you know, April 30th, May 1st, whatever date, and hopefully by then... Uh, we'll be on some sort of a downward turn with this and we'll be able to get back to somewhat um, of a normal normal lifestyle back to work in both the real estate world and just the world in general. Um, pretty, uh, pretty crazy times we're going through right now. Um, but I think it's really important for us to remember that we're all going through these times together. You know, it's not just, uh, not just one person that's being affected by this. I, I had to tell, uh, a few friends that last week, um, because it's the truth, you know, it's, uh, is it tough? Absolutely. But, you know, we got to keep, keep fighting through it. And, uh, you know, just, just know that we're, you know, every day is one day closer to the ending of this. And, uh, I think that's something that we need to, uh, really keep in our mind. Um, one thing, and I'm, I think I talked about this last week. I'll be honest, guys, when I release content, I don't listen to it at all. Um, so if you hear me, like if I mess up big time, I'll just start over. Um, but I won't, uh, I, I never listen to my stuff. So, um, if it doesn't make any sense to you sometimes, I apologize, but I just record it and send it out to you guys just cause I feel like that's part of kind of like the authenticity that I want to bring, um, and show you guys that, you know, I'm a real person. I'm not this, you know, super educated, uh, you know, radio personality or anything like that. I, I say what I'm feeling and uh, I talk to you guys about it. So last week started the John Gordon Power Positivity Summit and uh, I did it last year for the first time 
and it was awesome. They had a lot of really cool speakers on there. Um, what really attracted me last year, I'm a big sports fan, so Sean McVay, the head coach of the Los Angeles Rams, and um, Dabo Sweeney was on it last year. Dabo did it again this year. I don't, I haven't seen Sean McVay yet on here. That doesn't mean he's not going to be on at some point. Um, tomorrow is the last day, so each day they've done it April. They were in April second, and then it's ending April eighth. They'll release, you know, anywhere from four to six speakers, and they're from all different types of industries. Um, some are coaches, some are therapists, some are CEOs, um, and they talk about how they use positivity in their everyday life, um, in whether it's their job, personally, whatever they do, and then how they try to lead people and pass that on to other people. So um, I've been listening to almost every person this week just because we've, we've had time to do so. Um, and there was one really cool speaker that was released today. Um, her name is Darlene Santor, and she's a, uh, a performance coach. Um, she works with a lot of professional athletes and just different sports teams and things like that. Um, she's also the U.S. ambassador for the Pay It Forward program. I just kind of learned all this stuff by listening to her talk today, and then I followed her on uh, on Instagram just to kind of see who she's working with. I did see like Eric Bledsoe was one of her clients uh, for the Milwaukee Bucks. So she works with you know some pretty high-end talented people and helping them kind of achieve their um, you know their maximum potential. So she talks about uh, dealing with adversity and it's something that a lot of us are dealing with right now. Whether it's you know maybe you're you're off work completely, you don't have any income coming in at all and you know, you're trying to apply for unemployment, but you haven't heard from someone about that yet. Or maybe you're a person who's kind of like me, who is a bit of a workaholic and being stuck inside the house for these last, you know, going on three weeks now, it's been a little crazy for you as well. Um, we're all dealing with different types of adversity right now, but it's all coming from the same, you know, the, the same problem is affecting all of us or is causing all this adversity for us, but we're all dealing with different forms of adversity. So she talked about her five G's and I thought they were pretty good. Um, so I'll go over those with you, kind of talk to you about how, you know, the, the G's are affecting me and kind of what I'm doing with it. Um, the first one is God. I'm not going to dive too much into that just because I know religion is a really, you know, touchy subject with some people. I will say I was raised Catholic, went to Catholic school for nine or 10 years. Um, and I do, I believe in God. I wouldn't call myself necessarily a practicing Catholic anymore, but I do still believe that there is a God, there is a higher power. Um, and I more so, I choose to believe in that stuff. A lot of it is for, my loved ones that have passed on. And I feel like that's a great way for me to be able to connect with them, knowing that they're in heaven, they're with God, and they can listen to me as well as God when I'm, you know, asking for guidance or just, just praying for things in general. Um, that's, that's really where my belief in God is really, really stemming from. Um, the second G she had on here was goals. Um, and she talked about, you know, like, creating goals during this time. It might be difficult to do, but right now, guys, we've got time to sit down and really map out things that we want to do. Um, and I thought about it and I was like, well, what, you know, what, what goals do I really have? Um, and so it turned out actually this podcast was one of the goals that, you know, came this, uh, this pandemic or the stay at home order has brought to fruition. You know, I've been talking about doing a podcast for a while now. I've done a lot of stuff locally. Um, 
with 97 on the ticket. Um, but on their Capital Mortgage Radio show, the Hardcore Real Estate Show, um, they have it on Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. on uh, 97.1. It's pretty good stuff. They talk a lot about the Metro Detroit real estate market and how uh, buyers and sellers can take advantage of it. Well, I've got some experience with that. So I've always said, and I really enjoy doing that. Like when I go in and I and I do the shows, it's one of the, like the most fun things about my job that I really enjoy being able to talk with the general public about the real estate industry. So I've been saying for a while, I want to start a podcast. I want to start a podcast and just been pushing it off with whatever, you know, you get busy and things like that. And now I'm like, nope, it's, it's time to do this. Like sit down, hammer out 20, 20 to 30 minutes a week, um, to really record this, to talk to you guys and get it done. So that was one of my goals. My second goal was though, like I want to continue to build relationship with people. Um, whether it be people I went to school with, people I grew up playing hockey with, um, friends of my parents, my dad and I were talking, you know, I talk with a lot of my dad's friends the people my dad knows on social media more than my dad probably has in the last 20 or 30 years. And it's almost like I, I know them well enough or I know stuff going on in their life well enough to where, you know, I talked to my dad, Hey, I saw your friend did this, saw your friend did that. And he has no idea, you know? So, um, that's a big goal of mine is I want to connect with people because I do genuinely care about people, about, you know, what they do for, for work, how I can help them, how I can be of service to them. Um, so that was another goal that I'm, I'm really hoping to, to stick with and, and right out here through the stay at home order is, uh, staying in contact with people and continuing to grow relationships with people at the same time. Um, you know, they've been saying a lot, check in on your friends, check in with people. It's nice to check in with people, but then there's other people too that they spend all day thinking about this trapped inside their houses. It might be nice to talk to them about something else besides from this, you know? Um, you know, maybe if they're, they're into sports, you know, talk with them about their kids, about their pets, things like that. I think that's the stuff that people are going to remember from this and they're going to appreciate that in the long run. Um, so that was kind of what I had for her second G, which was goals. The third G she had was grit. Um, I think grit's a super important thing for a lot of people. Whether you're in sales, you're an athlete, you're a coach, you're a teacher, um, it takes a lot of grit to do what we do on a daily basis. And not every day is going to be easy. There's going to be some days where it's going to be a breeze and you're going to love it. And you're going to say, you know, this, this is what I got in the business for. But then there's going to be other days where you're going to have to, to deal with situations and people that just, they're not on the same positivity level as you are. They're, you know, maybe they, they want to be negative. They're looking for confrontation. And that can be tough. And that can be really demoralizing. I mean, I can't tell you the amount of days where, you know, this definitely is definitely far outweighed by the great days and the appreciative clients I have. But every once in a while, you're going to come across a client that they just, they don't appreciate what what you're doing for them and um that that takes a, a large amount of grit i believe um to kind of keep them uh to keep yourself moving forward um and to keep uh to keep pushing on so you know everyone's got to have grit maybe if you're a teacher and you've got a parent who is on your case about something going on with their kid and they don't realize all the good things you're trying to do for their child or same thing if if you're a coach or if you're an athlete and you're working your tail off and you're maybe you're just not working up the lineup quite like you'd like to, it takes grit. You got to keep keep going at it. And it's gonna you got to realize too, it's gonna take some people way longer to get to your level or to get to a level that they want to be at than it might take you, and vice versa. Some people they some things just come naturally to them. They do it, and a year from the time they started, 
they're you know they're a master at it so expert at it if you want to say um so that's another thing grit i think is really important uh gratitude um she talks about especially right now like let's be grateful for the things that we have right now you know roof over your head food in the fridge the love of your family that's home with you but also like let's be grateful for the things that we've you know that we maybe we took for granted like i can tell you right now i'm not a big eat outside kind of guy um, especially like restaurants and patios and stuff like that i like to be in a climate controlled area things like that and going for walks this week especially when the weather's been nice i told my wife i said i promise i'm never not going to eat outside again i said when we go to restaurants from now on We'll do first available, and if the patio is available, I'm down to sit outside because just being outside is one of those things, and being able to go and enjoy being at a restaurant, sitting on a patio, just something so little that you thought, like, oh, you can do that whenever. Um, it's amazing to think, like, I can't go do that right now. Tomorrow's going to be 66 degrees and sunny. It'll be the ideal day. We live in downtown Plymouth to walk downtown, grab dinner, walk around the park, maybe get some dessert or something. It would have been the perfect day to do that. But restaurants are closed, you know, like there's the the world is stopped right now. So I'm just going to be grateful for things like that. Um, or even like being able to go and meet with my clients face to face, you know, like it's one of those things that you really take for granted because yeah, it's part of your job. Well, right now it's not a part of my job right now. I, I can't do that. And it's, it's for the, the betterment of society and of our community because we're just trying to stop the spread of this thing. So I completely understand it. But, like, we need to be grateful for those things also. Um, the, the last one, the last G she had, um, and this was my favorite because this is something that actually uh, my broker, um, Lisa Hall, she kind of talks about this a lot too. Um, the last G is generosity. And when you have the ability to be generous, and whether that's, like, yeah, like financially being able to donate and give money like we do with REMAX, um, we donate to Children's Miracle Network um, here in Southeast Michigan, and it helps fund uh, preschool for children with cognitive learning disabilities, which is awesome. Um, I've actually been uh, one of the top contributors in my office the last couple of years. And so two years ago, it was the 25th anniversary, we got to go and actually tour the school and to be able to see what our donations go towards and the um, the improvements in the learning that these kids do was, was really cool. But even being like gener- generous with your time, generous with... If someone asks you a question, whether it's work related, maybe personal, ask someone asks you, "Hey, can you, you know, can, can you come over and help me, you know, fix my sprinklers? Can you come over, and I gotta move this, you know, giant piano in out of the living room and into this back room, things like that." Um, you get by giving, is what Lisa always says. I think that's really true. The more that you help people, the more the universe is gonna help you, and helping your life move on and helping you, you benefit and grow from that. So generosity, I think it's a huge thing that we all can do again, not necessarily financially, but just in being a good person and helping people And someone posts something on Facebook and you've got a little, and they have a question about something and you have a little bit of knowledge on the subject, throw up there what you, what you know about it. It, it could be whatever they were missing out on to fix their problem. So I love those. Um, again, her name was Darlene Santor. She did an awesome job talking. Um, she ran for about 15 minutes, and this these five Gs were uh, a big portion of that. Um, I went ahead and followed her on uh, social media, and her name's at the Coach Dar. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to more and more stuff that she's going to be posting. 
um, and just kind of learning from her and, and growing from her. So uh, that was kind of a big bulk thing I had for you guys this week, and I'm sure I'll have some more uh, some more speakers from the John Gordon um, Power Positivity Summit um, as stuff's moving on as well. Um, but this week I wanted to move on to my uh, my WTF real estate moment. Um, and obviously this is just the second episode, so I've got a few different options for uh, – f- for what I can really work with. So I'm trying to go chronologically and start with, you know, deals when, when I first started in the business versus, uh, as, as time's going on. So, uh, this week, my, uh, my, what the hell real estate moment is going to be, uh, I had, uh, I had this, uh, this listing and it was in, uh, in Westland for a good friend of mine. And, um, unfortunately him and his, uh, I don't know if they, I don't think they were engaged, but it was just a girlfriend at the time. They were separating and they, uh, they went, uh, they had to sell their house. So I didn't help them buy the house cause I wasn't in the industry yet, but I, uh, we listed the house, got it sold in like, I don't know, two or three days. It was in Westland and Livonia school district. Real estate there usually moves super, super quickly. So get an offer right away. We accept it. Buyer comes through, does their inspection, um, and the furnace was kind of suspect, right? Well, in the city of Westland, you have to do a certificate of occupancy inspection, and an HVAC technician has to actually come out and sign off on your furnace in order to pass that. It's got to pass, you know, the certain test. And the HVAC tech came out, and it couldn't, it couldn't pass. So my buyer said, um, or you know, my seller said, listen, like. I'm going to have to do this for whoever I sell the house to. I'll just put a new furnace in. So he goes out. He buys a new furnace. And this was in 2016 that the the transaction was going on. So buys a new furnace, uh, gets it installed, everything like that's hooked up. It's all running efficiently. We're all good. Close. Buyers do their final walkthrough. Check out the furnace. Everything's Everything's fine. After the closing, now mind you, my my seller only owned this house for four years. Um, they're a young couple, you know. They bought together. Relationship didn't work out. Neither one of them could afford it. All right, let's sell the house and split the money up. So they, um, the the buyer, a couple days later, calls their agent, freaking out, saying that they were taken advantage of, and we're like, what What's the problem? Well, it's they they're supposed to put a new furnace in the house and the furnace um the, the furnace has a serial date and it says that it's from 2015 and we're like okay this is, this is 2016 i mean a lot of these furnaces are built by these manufacturers in bulk and they're just sitting in warehouses for you know for for sometimes years at a time so we didn't think anything of it you know kind of talked them off that ledge well then there was these old old cabinets the basement was like kind of partially finished so there was these old cabinets that uh the buyer had decided they wanted to take down off the wall totally fine your house do whatever the hell you want with it well when they took one of the cabinets off there was some like brown mildewy stuff on the other side now mind you the cabinet was brown so i'm sure that had a, a large effect to it um and then he said that the seller lied the seller knew that there was mold in the basement and uh, covered it up 
Now, mind you, they detached these cabinets from the basement walls themselves. This had nothing to do with my with my cellar. And uh, so I was like, those cabinets have been there for God knows how long. The house was built in the in the 60s. They probably put those up sometime in the 60s or 70s, and they've been sitting there like that. And it was just one of those things where, like, there's some things that are out of our control as real estate agents and stuff like that to where the buyer felt the need to call and threaten to to sue and file lawsuits against the seller, me being the seller's agent. They even threatened their own agent with a lawsuit for not protecting them in this. Like, there's certain things that just are out of our control. And my my house was built in the, in the 60s as well. I have these old cabinets. I'm sure if I went downstairs right now and ripped them off the wall, there'd be some nasty, dirty stuff behind those cabinets. It's not the, the person that sold me the house's fault, you know? So I really want people to take stuff like that into consideration um, when uh, when they're in the process of, of buying a house. You know, you have to understand, the buyers don't build these houses. The agents, we don't build these houses. We're simply just sell, selling the properties for you guys. Um, we're bringing buyers and sellers together, negotiating the terms and the price. So take that into consideration um, the next time you decide to, to freak out on somebody. Um, so that's all I've got for you guys this week. Um, I want to take a peek and see how long we ran 21 minutes. So a little bit less than what we did last week. Um, kind of what I thought would be on par for anywhere from 20 to 30 minutes. So, um, guys, I will, uh, I'll be back next week. I hope, uh, everyone's staying safe out there. Um, enjoy your, uh, and enjoy this time off with your friends and family. Um, make sure to keep the social distancing and, uh, I'll be back soon. Talk to you later. Bye.